All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Business Blast podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Wagner, and today I have Travis Chapel with us. He is a direct sales expert, successful entrepreneur, real estate investor, and super connector. He's also the creator and host of Build Your Network, a podcast dedicated to helping prof- professionals cultivate genuine relationships, grow their inner circle, and leverage a powerful network the right way. So welcome to the show, Travis. Tyler, thanks a lot for having me on, bro. Of course, man. We'll dive right in. The first question I have for you is, what's the best story from your life that has an underlying valuable message? Oh, man. Well, without going too much in detail, um, this was back at the beginning of 2016. I had just come off of my best financial year ever. At that point, I was 22. 223 um and i had just made my first six figures in a year ever and i was super pumped about it but i also was um, really timid about it because um i realized that i kind of hit a ceiling where i was um the the, the company that i was working for um even if, if i just like worked really really hard and doubled down i might have been able to get up to 140 or 150 um but if i hit that i knew that that was like the top that was the ceiling that was the that was the highest i could go and for somebody that was 22 that was really scary for me so i took a step back and started really thinking about what i wanted to do uh, going forward and uh, um, really just took a deep dive into personal development and spent about five or six months um, really just trying to figure out what the next step was going to be for me. And that's what I found podcasting and I really wanted to uh, uh, explore that option a lot more. And, um, you know, long story short, um, I became a podcaster. I've been doing that now for for uh, for a little while and it's been going really, really well. Um, so the underlying message there was um, to always be focusing on making yourself better. Um, so even when I was when I was uh, having that good year in, in 2015 I, I, was, I wasn't taking time to make myself any better um, on purpose like I, I spent time with people who were better than I was and that automatically made me better um, but I wasn't doing any like real learning as far as like taking courses or reading books or listening to podcasts or audiobooks or anything like that and uh, so what happens in those situations is uh, you always become a better version of yourself when you're focused on personal development and then the better version of yourself can make better decisions um, so some people will think that it's like oh well i read this book that told me to do this and that one decision is what allowed me to you know do whatever and it's like no no no, you don't read the books really for the for the content as much as you do to make yourself a better person so that you can make better decisions um the 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 underlying message there was really big for me to figure out that like personal development is exactly that it's just making myself a better person somebody who's capable of making the decisions that i need to make in order to see the success that i want to see And what's the most valuable piece of information we should know that's within your expertise or industry? Most valuable piece of information that I would say, and it's maybe maybe uh, obvious, but uh, I want to say it because sometimes it's not, and that is to increase your sales ability, um, uh, increase your ability to make a sale, um, whatever uh, business that you're in, uh, you need to be able to sell whatever the product is, especially for the business owner. Um, sometimes business owners and salespeople have different personalities, and if you're not typically a salesperson, uh, but you're the business owner, I think that you should 100% delve into the sales process and figure it out yourself before you bring on other people who might be experts. And that might, they might be able to 10x what you were doing because that's their area of expertise, but you need to know how to sell if you're going to run your own company. So I always tell people, focus on increasing your sales ability and there's no excuses not to do that nowadays with how much education and courses and books and stuff that are out there on on the topic so um, Mm. that would be my number one piece of advice is get better at selling 
And just a, a quick uh, dive into that. Are you a Grant Cardone fan? You know, um, I, I like a lot of Grant Cardone stuff. Yeah. There, there's some, there's some things that, uh, that I disagree with him on, but I think that's just yeah. about everybody that I disagree with, you know, uh, just about everybody on something. So For sure. um, I can always take all the good things that he says. And I think that he has a lot of great content out there. He's one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite, um, sales influencers. For sure. <laughs> when it comes to sales, um, he's like my top guy for it. So I was just, just wondering, um, definitely. And, yeah. uh, what's your best piece of overall business advice? So not necessarily industry specific. Um, overall business advice, figure out what you want, gain clarity. Clarity is so, so, so important and it's so overlooked. Some people will just go into it thinking like, well, you know, I want to make a lot of money. So then you talk to them and ask them what they want to do. They're like, oh, I don't know, make money. And it's like, okay, but how do you want to do that? Like, is this something, do you want to run this company for the next 40 years? Like, do you want to have an exit in five years? Like what, what, what do you, what exactly do you want to happen in a five-year goal and a 10-year goal and a 20-year goal? Because you need to be focusing on like the work that you're doing right now is going to, um, is going to determine where you're going to end up so if you don't know really, really where you want to end up then you're just kind of like a lost ship floating in the middle of the ocean without direction you're the odds of you landing where you really want to go without any direction are very 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 small so you need to figure out what it is that you want because building your business in a way that's going to allow you to exit and allow you to be able to sell your business eventually and stuff like that is going to be um is going to require different actions from you right now um rather than if it's something that you want to build for the next 30 years and, and not really step away from and something that you really enjoy then the, then the building of that business is going to be different than one that you want to build and then sell in five years so i think having clarity is probably my number one piece of advice for people and if you could give your younger self one piece of advice what would that be oh man my younger self i would i would tell him to join a mastermind a lot sooner than i did uh, masterminds have been such an incredible value add for me in, in my in my career so far and i've only figured out the power of them in this last year and i, I wish I, I wish 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 I, I would have gotten into this stuff when i was 18 19 20 years old because um, i think i would be leaps and bounds ahead of where i am right now but um uh, just to give you an idea i've spent close to thirty thousand dollars in the last year and a half just on masterminds or really the last year just on masterminds getting around good people and rubbing shoulders with people that are way on a, on a level just way way higher than I am and uh, man I, I wish I would have done that when I was a lot younger mm. and kind of going a little bit of a different direction but in your opinion what's the key to happiness uh, that's such a deep deep question bro um, I've, I've studied the topic of a pretty decent amount um, I would say for me and like I said this is, this is a deep question I'm sure there's thousands of people that could talk into it a little better than I could uh, but for me I think it's just has to it has to do with your mindset um, the way that you look at things your perspective on how you view things and um, I think too many people look at events intrinsically as good or bad events um, and it's really easy to do that uh, but sometimes it's not just a good or bad um, sometimes it's just an event and the way that you perceive it to be is good or bad but that's going to depend on like the way that you perceive an event happening um if it's good or bad is going to determine what reaction that you're going to have to that event specifically so i'll give you an example i was in um uh, first my first ever car accident this past week and um uh, uh it was not my fault somebody pulled out right in front of me when I was, I had, I had a green light and this lady was at a red arrow. She pulled out right in front of me. Um, so I hit the front of her car, it spun me around and then a, an SUV came from behind me and smashed in my passenger side. So my car's totaled. Um, and, um, it took an entire day, obviously out of, you know, I, I, 
couldn't be productive at all that day because I was dealing with all yeah. that kind of nightmare and then um, had to go the next day to um, I'm still dealing with my insurance on on like towing the car and, and getting the final verdict and now it's almost a week later that's happening obviously it took me out of work for a couple of days I was um, really really sore the next day from the accident and um, you know it, a lot of people would look at that and say that's an intrinsically bad event but if you just look at it as something that happened and then you try to find the positives to take away from it then your perspective on that event whether it was good or bad intrinsically will be good because you're finding the good things in that event if it, it, i don't know if any of that makes sense but uh no, no, my it answer does. is just trying to find what the, the what the good things are um and not looking at something that happens as a bad or good thing just looking at it intrinsically from a, a neutral perspective and then picking out the good parts of it um so that you can view it in a better light and it'll make you feel a lot happier about whatever event you're looking at Definitely. And I mean, and it is a choice as well, right? Because like the ripple uh, effect, if you will, because that's like a pretty big uh, event in your life. And like some people that could like negatively impact their next like month, you know, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. and it's yep. like choosing to be like the next day hopping on a podcast with me or canceling everything for the next couple of weeks, you know. Right. And right. Um, so, yeah, no, I totally get what you're saying. Um and what's the best book you've read and what was the number one thing you learned from that? Oh, man, it's so hard to choose the best book that I've ever read. Um, but I, I'm just I, I wouldn't I wouldn't label this as the best book that I've read. I honestly don't know what my answer would be to that question. But um, I would say it's one of the best books that I've read. And I think that every book that I've read would be probably on that list of one of the best. Um, but this one is one of my favorite tactical pieces of advice that I've gotten from a book. And that's the, the book, The One Thing by Gary Keller. Um, if you haven't read it, highly recommend reading it. But it's um, uh, one thing he talks about there is uh, discipline and highly disciplined people and um, uh, something that you would look at if you, if you take like a high level performer, you know, like a CEO founder of a company and you look at their schedule on a daily basis and you go, oh, my goodness, how are they that disciplined? Like they wake up at 5 a.m., they go to the gym for an hour, they read and then they meditate and then they do with their journal and then and then they start into their day and they have this meeting and this meeting and this meeting and then they have like two hours of creative time to like do this and that and come up with all this other stuff, write a blog post, do a podcast, go do some PR for their company. And then they, they're, they're doing all this stuff. And it's just like, how do you, how are you that disciplined? Man, I'm so jealous. That person is so much more disciplined than I am. And it's such an excuse that we use. And Gary Keller really dives into the fact that like, look, intrinsically, we as, we as human beings, like we all have the same amount of discipline. The difference between somebody that's highly productive is that they've disciplined the small amounts of discipline that they have in order to stack habits on top of each other. And all a highly disciplined person is is somebody that's very good with their habit stacking um so uh, like if they don't go from like eating cheetos and um not working out at all and staying up till two in the morning you know binge watching game of thrones to like the next day they're like you know what i'm just going to do all of this right now and then all of a sudden they're super disciplined just because they're that much more of a disciplined person no it's not like that at all it's just that um over the course of two three four five six ten twenty years they've worked on these small little things that um that that are just forming habits so if you want to be a highly productive and disciplined person and you're starting from scratch meaning that you get up whenever you want you don't really have a thing a schedule for your day you you know sometimes you get stuff done sometimes you don't but you want to become one of those people you can do it you just got to stack habits on top of each other and realize that it might take two or three years to get your routine in order but all that is is just 
habits stacked on top of each other. So if you, you know, want to implement a, an effective morning routine, which is something I'm trying to work on right now, then just start with one thing in your morning routine. So just start with getting up early, just start getting up early. And then, um, if over the next 60, 90 days, that's going to become a habit. Once it's a habit, you no longer have to use your discipline, your, you know, your daily discipline allowance to get up in the morning because it's a habit. Now you just do it naturally so now you can use that in a little amount of discipline that you have to stack another habit to you know implement reading in the morning so then over the course of you know five months now you're getting up early and you're reading and then you want to throw in your journal so now you're getting up early and you're reading and you're doing a journal but you're using the same amount of discipline because these are now habits you don't have to use discipline in order to execute habits you just do them right so that was a really really important takeaway for me to realize that it's not just because that person's so much more disciplined it's just that they've really focused their discipline on a few specific areas and created this in just big habit stack that makes them appear to be more disciplined than everybody else yeah that's huge and i think a lot of people fail because they try to do all those habits just starting out or or create all those habits um, mm -hmm. just starting out. And, and even, I think potentially, uh, it could even be done quicker. I know with the book, I think it's called the power, um, of habit. It says like you can create a habit within like 21 days or something. Um, mm -hmm. and I think like just starting with one at a time and then like you kind of said over, you know, once you get like six months, nine months in, then you would have a full morning routine that is all habit. Um, and it's not, uh, using any of your discipline. So, mm -hmm. um, the last question I have for you is what's your favorite quote and why? Um, probably my, the quote that I've adopted is my mantra for my podcast is be so good. They can't ignore you. Um, and that's a quote from Steve Martin. And I really, when I, when I started the show, this was something that I had in mind from the beginning because uh, podcasting is, is now a pretty saturated market. I think there's a half a million um, podcasts now on iTunes. Um, and, uh, you know, four or five years ago, there was a lot less than that. And so when these people were starting their podcast four or five years ago, it was really easy. It was a, it was a lot easier. I won't say really easy, but it was a lot easier to gain a large audience um, than it is right now, just because there's a plethora of shows to choose from um, really almost any topic that you can think of. So um, the one thing that I kept in mind at the beginning is be so good. They can't ignore you. Be so good. They can't ignore you. And it's something that I've written out. Some, one of my affirmations, be so good. They can't ignore you because I know that if I put together such great content and if I put together the best that I possibly can and the show has a really great, valuable pieces of advice that people want to hear, then people will listen to it. If you're, if, if you make your content that good, then people are going to listen to it regardless of how saturated the space is. Um, and so that, that's, that's probably my favorite quote right now. And, 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 um, it's proven to be uh, really valuable for me. Mm, thank you so much for sharing that. And that gives me some motivation with this podcast as well. And, uh, I guess I have one more question for you just before we let you go. And that is, uh, where's the best place for people to find you online? Uh, you can head over to, uh, just to make it really easy, travischapel.com, uh, T-R-A-V-I-S-C-H-A-P-P-E-L-L.com. Um, that will forward you to my podcast website. Um, it's just a little bit easier to put in travischapel.com than anything else. And uh, that my podcast website is everything on there. If you want to listen to the show, you can listen to it from there. You can um, find me on Instagram, on Facebook. Those are probably the two social sites that I spend the most time on. Um, so um, always feel free to reach out however you want to, or you can just shoot me an email. It's all found over on my on my podcast website. So just head over to TravisChapel.com and uh, reach out. Say what's up. Happy to talk to you. Perfect, man. Thank you again for coming on. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks a lot for having me, man.